Welcome to this week's uh, special episode of the official podcast, uh, this overpowered episode, because we have Tierzu on. How is it going, Patrick? Why don't you tell everyone about yourself? Just give a little summation. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Patrick. I'm the creator of the channel Tierzu. It's uh, your number one source of tips, tricks, and insider information for the popular MMORPG outside. Uh, but seriously, I run the channel that teaches evolutionary biology and wildlife ecology through the lens of gaming. I try to frame concepts like adaptation, geologic timescales, and symbiotic relationships in a way that like appeals to gamers and uses a language that they're already familiar with in order to teach them without like boring people. Because sometimes biology can be kind of boring, um, even for people who love it like me. So yeah, that's what I do. Cool to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on, course. Yeah. Is it a, just a passion project or are you a, a teacher as well? Not to like dox you here or anything. Oh, uh, no. I mean, it It really did start like that. Yeah, I I was never a teacher. I I taught in college. Uh, I was a TA at some point, but I never was like a school teacher or anything. Okay. Um, well, it just started. I was bored at work and I was like, hey, this could be fun. I'll try it. Throw some episodes on there and see where it goes. This is this seems to be a common theme. A lot of YouTubers give up on being a teacher and pursuing a career on YouTube. We just had on Monkey Jones, and he wanted to be an English teacher, and I figured, ah, eh, you know what? I'm unemployable anyway, so I might as well just dedicate myself to my channel. Really? So he was a teacher then, or he was he was trying to be a teacher? He wa- he wanted to be a teacher. He wanted to be an English teacher, but then he gave up on that that pipe dream. And decided to become a YouTube celebrity. Okay. Yeah. I so want to be a professor at some point. I'm hoping to apply to grad school. Uh, well, don't, gonna... don't put this on your resume, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, just brush this one under the rug. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in the best, or I guess in the worst case scenario where it's between you and Mumkey, you're going to land that job. You, your, your channel's squeaky clean in comparison, so don't even worry about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I do try to keep it as clean as I possibly can. So far, it's been fine. But one day, you're going to be talking about a recent outside update, and you're just going to drop the hard fucks all over the place. <laughs> exactly. I feel it's it. It's going to be over for me. Going to go all Papa, Dur- Papa John. <laughs> yeah, fucking Papa John oh, Schneider yeah. on it. No, thank No, I was... I'll just have to say that I was forced, right? That's Isn't that what he did? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he was held at gunpoint or something. Biology forced, uh, forced you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't a teacher. I was uh, actually a food scientist. I was uh, I was working at a, a meat company. I don't know. I don't know how careful I should be saying how, or like how specific I should be. But basically, yeah, I was uh, designing flavors for a pretty popular product. Um, that's what I was doing That's before cool. YouTube. That is really Wait a so cool. you were you were in charge of coming up with new flavors for a product. Yeah, it wasn't just me, but I was part of the research and development team for for this company. Um, That's so fucking that unique. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, a literal <laughs> flavor scientist. Yeah. yeah. How, how does that process work? How do you come up with a flavor? Oh man, I mean, it's a lot of it is market research. So sometimes it's not even the flavor, but rather just like what you can right on the food label like oh it's msg free or oh it's low sodium or whatever um and that's like what dictates what it actually tastes like which is really stupid uh, uh 
But so do the do the big suits like just come in and boss you around? Like just make the most addictive substance that we can still legally put on the label, boys. Is that how it works? I don't think I've ever been asked to make anything addictive. I've definitely made, been asked to make things tasty, which fair enough. It's probably, probably <laughs> sure. that's innocent enough. Yeah, nothing exactly. nefarious there. Yeah, you, you think so? Get them addicted, <laughs> right? So, what is the mystery flavor then? If you have all the insider tips, the mystery flavor. You know, there's a what few flavors I tried to get through the through the gates. Uh, I was trying to get a chicken and waffles flavored sausage out there at some point. <laughs> um, it didn't really take off, unfortunately. But uh, you know, maybe someday. Well, hopefully, the yeah. my coworkers that are still there will. Okay, so that means you have one of those like suitcases with the handcuffs tied to your own hand, like some high value government documents or something where you have prototype flavors in them like sausages with never before seen flavors oh my god i got to like uh, divvy them out to my friends because we couldn't sell them the prototypes that we had to make so i I could just take them home and give them out to people that's the Uh, best job ever why would you give it up but but if you couldn't (laughs) sell them is it because they taste like shit so you you were just offloading shit to your friends I mean, some of them were definitely bad, but a lot of them were really good that I enjoyed myself too. So it wasn't a wasn't a question of how bad they were. Are there any particular ones that you remember as having been good but not being able to be sold? Mm, no, I don't think so. Well, it's okay. a shame then. They yeah. weren't even weren't even memorable. But I like the image of like these <laughs> mad scientists just like throwing flavors together, like Professor Utonium trying to make Powerpuff Girls the perfect little chip flavor. Yeah, yeah. so fucking cool, man. I got to go to one of those like taste tester sessions one time, um, where it's like a bunch of people sitting in a room just eating and describing what they're eating in like the most esoteric terminology they can think of. I think you just you just described the most fucking bougie thing I've ever heard. (laughs) A little get together where people eat and describe. (laughs) Exactly, and that was yeah. I spent three days doing that. I had to drive up to Minneapolis to do that one time. So lucky, though, Matt. We got to put you in touch with Notch because Notch, (laughs) his own admission, is addicted to chips, but he doesn't like any of the flavors out there. He just isn't. Yeah, Yeah. he's just not satisfied with that. What's out there? Apparently, he he was once in some. What did he say? Like Thailand or something, where he had all of these esoteric flavors, like squid and such, and he just couldn't stop thinking about it. You you could you might want to be able to. Pitch a business idea to him. Mm. Where you just, yeah, he'd probably he'd probably pay a few million to acquire you. That's, that's actually really fascinating because uh, they call it like ethnic flavors or like global flavors. Um, mm-hmm. Are really like companies really want to bring those in because they can be huge money makers like out of nowhere. Mm. It can be really um, explosive on the market. So if he's got ideas, like, I've never heard of a squid flavored anything, but that's really interesting. What really, uh, what ethnic flavors? Are you talking about like green green tea Kit Kats or whatever? Like how they imported them in from Japan and they sold really well. At least they did over here. That's I don't right? know if they're there oh, was okay. Green tea yeah, Kit-Kats. dude, I've had it. Green yeah. tea Kit Kat is amazing. I've had it. Wow, it's really good. I've never oh, heard of that. My one. favorite candy bar. And I've never even heard of green yeah. tea Kit Kat. Um, I love the dark chocolate ones though. Japan has like over a hundred and fifty varieties of Kit Kat because they go nuts for them. Mm. That's amazing. Like, I have to go to Japan yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what uh what ethnic flavors have you seen that you really want and don't have the opportunity to have? 
Uh, you know, there was one that uh, a friend was recommending to me, and I got to try it, and it was amazing. It was, I think it was called Peri Peri. I think it's a South African pepper, um, and it was really good. Was like a porn star. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> like an yeah. '80s pop band. <laughs> Wait, is that it's uh, really popular in in Africa, and it's kind of just starting to make its way over to America? Is that Peri Peri chicken? Is it chicken? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. delicious. They have that all all over here. It's like a, it's, what do you, what do you call those sauces that you add to, add to your meal to spice it up? Like a hot sauce, I guess. Sauce. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds like yeah, sauce. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like yeah, they, ha- they had that such. all the way. What's that, Kyle? Like Tabasco sauce and such? Is that what Yeah, kind of. It's, it's just like yeah. a sauce designed specifically to um, make something a bit spicier. Give it a kick. Mm. How nasty! How nasty can the world of flavor development and top secret research get? Like, what was some of the like fucked up scandals that maybe you went through or saw in your place of work? Yeah, did Plankton try to steal your secret formula? (laughs) Oh, every day I had to always yeah kick him out. (laughs) No, there wasn't anything too ridiculous. I wouldn't say Um, there's a lot of like I was saying before, like just choosing objectives based on like what you can put on the label versus what's actually good, which was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be food science can kind of be in the business of like, how much can I get away with lying on our label here? Okay, like if I so- can claim it's as healthy as possible while also not having it be healthy, that's like the Goldilocks zone, I guess, which is unfortunate. Well, elaborate a little, like what is there that you could put into the sausage that would look shady on the label? What exactly are you talking about here? Well, one thing I guess would be a lot of uh, ingredients that we would add. We would add for the specific reason of them containing a an ingredient that looks bad on the label. Like MSG is a really common one in pretty much any uh, food or meat industry. It's not it's not really dangerous or anything. It's not even unhealthy, but there's kind of a public phobia of it. So we would basically try to hide it in other things. For example, if you ever see. Um, a Trojan like horse. Powder. Yeah, no, literally, if you ever see tomato powder or yeast extract on a label, that's it's only in there because it contains MSG. Um, hmm. But hmm. they don't say MSG on the label because that looks gross. Wow. Fuck, man. I, I'm worried I for your safety that. now. Is is big business going to come after you now, <laughs> spilling these secrets here? Let's, let's hope not. I, I think you can look up that kind of thing online already anyway, so I don't think, I don't think I'm in too much danger. <laughs> Elon not. Musk is going to call you a pedophile. Yeah, he's oh, gonna go yeah, on his okay. Twitter rant. <laughs> My work here is done. She didn't do anything. I've always thought that's super, super shady. How just like vague those label ingredients are described as being. Like the what's what's the Coke one? Natural flavors or something? That's how they hide their main ingredient. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is a natural flavor? What are you hiding there, Mister Coke? Do you know what they're hiding? <laughs> <laughs> what's behind the curtain i do not know what they're hiding <laughs> do you you don't have any idea is Coca-Cola. that is that like the biggest uh like industry like secret i guess i i know it's a massive secret but like in in your in your industry well your previous industry were you always like on the hunt for it talking about it to your co-workers and such what the coca-cola secret formula yeah i don't, I don't think so um <laughs> I don't think that ever. I would be. I'd be like a. I'd, I'd be <laughs> like a, a bloodhound. We're somehow that. getting closer and closer to SpongeBob with each yeah. question. I'm, I'm liking that. Yeah. Really what's what's your that. boss? What's your boss like? Is he very crabby? 
<laughs> you know, he totally was, which was which is hilarious. No, actually, he was the nicest guy. He was not crabby. Uh, that'd be, if I was in that industry, the Coke formula would be my white whale. Not even because I could make yeah. like Coke chips or something, but just for the sake of competition. Knowing. You're like, I, I know it now. Yeah. How much are you going to pay me to keep my mouth shut? It's like the biggest secret in the industry. I want to know. I know. I feel like it you should be so kind of simple. a white whale that was our main competitor, but I probably shouldn't say that on the internet. So I can tell you later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can Ooh. tell us in private so you don't give yourself away to the assassins that Coke's gearing up now. Okay, so you're basically yeah. the chum bucket of the meat industry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would have gotten away with it too. Weren't for the internet. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's such a fucking cool bre- uh, background, and that's extremely unique. I've I've never heard of that position yeah, before. Same. Well, I've heard of the position, nice. but I've never like come across someone, even like even like AMAs and shit like that. Did you have a uh, expected throughput on that? Like, did they go? You need to make at least four new flavors by the end of the month, or you're yes, fired. Not, like, what not was the monthly? But it, we would have to set goals at the beginning of the year, and then we would have to try oh, to wow. meet those. And a lot of those were like develop X amount of new products. So yeah, wow. yeah, totally. That's crazy. That reminds me of a, a story. The guy who invented, I think it was Flamin' Hot Cheetos, was it? He was a janitor who just took home some like bad batches of Cheetos and then he spiced them up with <laughs> some Mexican spices and brought he them in. Threw chili powder on them, yeah. Yeah. Is that also kind of common in the industry where an unqualified flavor scientist will take it home and make something out of it? Do you ever feel angry over Cause, that? Because it's got such prestigious requirements and rigorous training to be a flavor scientist. Well, no, there's a lot it of training that goes. Jesus, just shitting on Patrick right to his face, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, I don't mean to call you up, but your job was a sham and you were a fraud. It's okay. Um, Andrew doesn't believe in hunk of scientists. I, I majored in microbiology and I only had the food science job for less than a year i kind of fell into it honestly it was a great job though but uh, Sounds like honestly it. i i felt like i was totally underqualified for it it was uh very difficult to to learn all of the information my boss was like a total genius and i could barely keep up with him it sounds um, like you'd need more from more fields involved such as the marketing advertising as well and even a bit of maybe like a fda requirements and such just to kind of understand everything so it seems definitely. like you need you need to pull a lot of information in there. I can imagine that being. Pretty I did. Rough. I had to spend a lot of time reading like USDA, like just their manuals. So was there anything shady like that going on, depending on what region you were making flavors for? Like, yeah, we can't put this on the label in the US, but, you know, the Mexicans, they don't care if you put a little bit of lead in their sausages. Um, it was usually the other way around. Like you would have to label something uh, more strictly in other countries versus the u.s oh. was like more lax really? um, mm-hmm. there was some stuff uh for example one thing is that in canada uh mustard is considered an allergen i'm pretty sure whereas in america it's not so you wouldn't have to label that or like have the main ki- may contain kind of nonsense on the label um, but in canada you do so if we were ever shipping anything to canada um we would have to label it differently so what is one? Uh, sorry, I, I kind of wanted to add to that. One big one that I heard with that is, I believe it's Heinz ketchup in all of Europe or some really considerable nation can't legally be called ketchup because it doesn't contain enough tomatoes. Oh, there's there's so many great examples of that. I love those stories. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. That I kinda, love that kind of shit. Yeah, it kind of ties into the question I was going to toss at you here, Patrick, in this Thunderdome. Sure. Uh, I was wondering, like, what's the most like fucking ridiculous one from like the USDA, like you can't do this or just something that makes no sense to like a layman or maybe in general. Huh. Dang. I actually don't know off the top of my head. I can't think of anything too crazy. 
I'm framing it poorly, but something that would surprise a lot of people. Well, kind of like what I was saying before, the the whole throwing things in just for the purpose of um, labeling it, um, mm. or like I think what would they call it? Um, clean labeling was I think the term they would use. So like adding adding something that would look bad, but calling it something else so it doesn't look as bad. Um, I think the sh- I don't know I don't want to say shady. Um, yeah, actually, hmm, what what can I even say here? <laughs> it's hard. So. Is it just like adding an adjective to an otherwise bad item, like happy cyanide or something like that, or is it no <laughs> it more would, subtle? It would, be, it would be calling something something that's technically true, but also not what someone would look for in order to figure out what was in it. If that makes sense. Mm. So that seems like it could be very, very easily exploited. I'm assuming there's like a certain level, like you can have this amount of maggot shit in your Lay's potato chips that you're flavorizing. Oh, exactly. So, there can be like X amount of pus in milk from the cow's udder. If you, yep. oh. yeah, if you think about it. Also, um, also an X amount, I think it's 10% of bug parts in uh, berry chocolate. jams and shit. Yep. And like chocolate. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are yeah. you guys doing this to me? Yeah. Sorry. You're, you're, world is crashing down around you all the food you eat it's it's disgusting and also yeah. delicious why do they put fun. bug parts in it they don't put they can't it in. Avoid just, it. they can't keep them out so like it's either sell them with bug parts or don't sell them at all how do they yeah. calculate the exact amount of like dead roaches in a bar of chocolate do they do they have like a machine for that like yep that's a dead bug in there i mean i assume they just take a sample bar here and there and then they just look for bee parts in it i don't know <laughs> yeah like, listen, up. we know you can't keep all the bugs out of your factory, but you at least have to try, you know, put up some bug nets here bugs. and there. I mean, it's not keeping them out of the factory. It's keeping them out of the fields where it grows because they harvest yeah, but, it at the massive scale. Yeah, that's Anywhere, typically both. where it comes. Yeah. I mean, when you're melting chocolate or however it's made on an industrial scale, I'm sure plenty of bugs just fly into the batter. Yeah, that could, be. Extra it could be just that they have like... Like the cocoa bean, right? It might have like parasites that kind of burrow into oh, the bean man. itself, and then. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like this. Yeah, it's, a, Look, yeah. it's it's all just gross and unpredictable. But what's totally predictable is Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile is predictable though because of its easy, different payment plans. You can get a two, five, or ten gigabyte four G LTE plan for your cell phone through Mint Mobile because Mint Mobile is a company designed to stick it. Too big wireless. So take that AT&T, take that Sprint, take that T-Mobile. So the thing, problem with big wireless, though, is that you have all these administrative fees, these inconsistent pricing options, all this garbage thrown under your monthly bill. But with Mint Mobile, you can cut it down to $15 a month. You can what? use your own phone. <laughs> you can use your own phone, cut it down to $15 a month. You can keep your old phone number as well as your contacts. Every plan that they offer comes with unlimited talk and text. And if you're not 100% satisfied, after seven days, get all your money back. You can get this amazing sell offer. And even then, you don't have to call for it. You can do it on your computer by going to mintmobile.com slash official. Mintmobile.com slash official to cut your wireless bill to $15 a month. Mintmobile.com slash official. But yeah, back to putting disgusting bugs in all the things we like to eat. Oh, good. Yes. I was worried we were going to not be done talking about food science. You guys thought you were going to be talking about animals today, but no, we're going to talk about the food you eat. Well, <laughs> I've seen plenty of animals, but I've never, ever gone behind the scenes of the crusty Crab. 
Well, actually, on the on the topic of animals, the thing I wanted to ask you about your work is why animals? Because, I, I mean, like, there's a lot of different science topics you could teach about, like, I don't know, other people or places or any of this history. But uh, why did you choose to go with animals for your format? Uh, I think two reasons. The first being that I just have always really loved animals. Like, I've always been extremely interested in biology in general, um, but animals specifically and just learning about wildlife. Um, I always watched the documentaries on like Nat Geo and BBC and Mm -hmm. uh, Discovery Channel as a kid. I grew up watching those and just thought they were my favorite thing, literally. Um, So I know a fair amount about animals just from watching those. Like I'm also also have a degree in microbiology, but um, it's the Nat Geo that helped the most. I I think so. Yeah, it's it's definitely (laughs) the the walking with dinosaurs and and stuff like that that really put me through it. Yeah. Well, now it's bikers <laughs> and such, I think. Um, so that's the first reason. And then and then the second thing is that animals are, like, super inoffensive, whereas, like, there's plenty of other things that I could rate on a tier list that would be, like, really, really contentious. That Like, even if I was to rate, I don't know, like, operating systems, you know, Mac versus PC, people would get real heated at, at that kind Ooh, of thing. Yeah. Whereas even if I, like, insult someone's favorite animal, no one cares, which is great. Like, I've called cheetahs, like, garbage tier. Cheetahs are one of my favorite animals. I love cheetahs, but I don't even. No one even cares. It's great. So everyone can learn and and have fun and be happy, and no one, no one writes me angry emails or anything. I think you're about to get your first one from Kai over there. He spent the better part of 18 years ejaculating onto a picture of a cheetah. (laughs) Nice, congratulations. I'm sorry that I've destroyed that for you. (laughs) It wasn't 18 years, damn it. It was like one year. When I was thirteen, that's, or that's one year too many. Either way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it's your defense. It is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that's a solid animal. Yeah, to to piggyback off that though, so you put it in a way for the gaming, which is always kind of a fun perspective to put on things. Are you a big gamer yourself, or do you just kind of you know walk know the, the walk terms. or no, talk the talk? Definitely a huge gamer. Um, I mm-hmm. think the my first exposure to like tier lists and just like thinking critically about games in general was from super smash bros. People love to debate tier lists for, for smash, which is really fun. Uh, so that's where I kind of got my first exposure to that kind of thing. But I also play a lot of like uh, overwatch. I played a ton of runescape growing up. I haven't played much lately. Um, what else have I played like civilization and uh, a lot of big the, boy games. Yeah. The big stuff, the stuff everyone's heard of. Of course. For the most part, yeah. I guess. I actually found, I I actually don't, uh, I'm pretty new to the official podcast and, and Critical and all your channels. Um, I only found uh, the Critical channel through, I was looking up the um, the new Jurassic Park game. Uh-huh. Um, the, it was, uh, what was it called? Uh, is it Evolution? Jurassic yeah. World Evolution? Yeah, Jurassic okay. World Evolution. Nice. Okay, yeah, that was the first of your videos that I watched, Charlie, actually. Um, and I, I agree with you. It is not the greatest game. I still enjoyed it because I love dinosaurs, but I have to agree. Like, wow, what? Jackson made a friend. Yeah, Jackson's I... Jackson's about to squee on you real hard. He's our resident <laughs> dinosaur enthusiast. Oh, no kidding. You want... What's your favorite one? Brachiosaurus. Do you want to come over and play with my Excellent. dinosaurs? Yes. I'll show you my Jurassic World park. There we go. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, I should set up a play date. Yeah, what, what's your <laughs> what's your favorite? 
my favorite dinosaur, I think it would be uh, Deinonychus, which is like a bigger mm. version of Velociraptor. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the one that is in Jurassic Park. Jurassic they Park, call it yeah. Velociraptor, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you turn it into a flavor if you could? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. What would dinosaur meat taste like? I would think oh. it tastes like chicken, considering how closely related they are. Yeah, but probably. You never know. I think it'd be I'm a bit more if fatty, you could though. Mix chicken with crocodile is what mm-hmm. I would guess. Actually, yeah, that's a well. Crocodile pretty much tastes like chicken. Yeah, yeah that's true. A lot of meats taste like. chicken. Okay, so you've had crocodile. Yeah, I, I'd say it's pretty similar. That's a uh, that's an interesting topic. What's the most interesting animal or food that we've eaten? I'm surprised we've never talked about that. That yeah, is a pretty interesting question. I feel like question. we should have talked about I've, this at some point. We probably have. This has been 80-something weeks. I can't yeah. remember what we talked about last episode. So, well, I don't know. We don't typically go on, on a topic of food, but now we're joined by like an actual expert on food. So not, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this might be the first time it's crossed our minds. I can't really think of anything exotic I've had. How about you I start guess- us off, Patrick? Sure. Yeah, fuck, uh, you, fuck you, Jackson. I think the, yeah. <laughs> the two things that stick out in my mind, uh, the first one was I, I ate like a whole octopus one time. That was um, an interesting experience. In one sitting? Uh, it was like a, a small octopus. Um, uh, like probably no it was bigger the than entire like, octopus? Like yeah, it was. It was a whole thing. Oh. Um, octopus was a small is delicious, little fried though. octopus. I, I thought it was great, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but they're so smart. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. They're really, really intelligent. They have such a weird intelligence too it's like really decentralized and uh yeah. they're fascinating uh, yeah, the yeah. other the other food that i thought was really weird that i ate and it was actually the same occasion was curdled blood uh Ooh, not no. a weird animal i think it's just cow or maybe pig um but it was it was like a cheese made out of blood that was Ooh. really strange one of my friends couldn't do it he like almost passed out when he saw me eat it but it was okay. fine it, it just tasted like jello honestly when you bit into it did it start like bleeding down your face or anything like that or was it pretty like solid yeah it was pretty solid at that point it was well prepared okay mm-hmm. i didn't look like a vampire or anything well that's good then before we go off octopuses though i fucking love those animals do you guys ever see like a well-trained octopus because they can, they're really good at remembering faces and they can even perform tricks if you teach them they yeah, are, they're incredible they're absolutely remarkable there was mm-hmm. an octopus at one of the bigger aquariums who all he would do is just yuck it up being, and be an asshole. Like, he would clog his drain yeah. tank on purpose. He would throw rocks at people looking at him and shit. Like, he was just trying to be an asshole to everybody. I, I hope they I become the next, the next like, um, tameable. Super species. Not, well, I'd not super species or tameable. Yeah, but, like, the next dog, like, man's best friend, oh. but of the ocean. <laughs> the problem with octopuses are, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Patrick, they live for three years, tops? Yeah, they have really short Aww. lifespans, unfortunately. So, Aww. yeah, they can't really do the whole um, dog thing. It, it's, wow. By the time you actually train them, they're, it's over for them. Dead. Imagine <laughs> if they live to be 80 or something, then maybe their intelligence They'd probably uh, take grows. over the fucking world. Exactly. They could just just imagine how, how much wisdom they Jesus. could gather yeah. over the course of a lifetime yeah. if they can get as smart as they do after only a few years. Well, yeah, Jesus. Actually, that's right. They're, oh they're smarter God. than most chil- like three-year-old kids. Yeah, they'd what start the building mechs after the first 10. Have you guys heard of the Mimic Octopus? Yes, yeah. the Mimic Octopus are so incredible. That's my favorite one. It is amazing. Dude, those and when I watched Blue Planet, the uh, the cuttlefish. Yeah. Is what right. impressed me about the cuttlefish is that the, the very small males that can't get women on their own, 
they will <laughs> pretend to be women and they will scoot in between a couple of a regular couple of uh, big male cuttlefish and his girlfriend and they will fuck the girlfriend <laughs> they will- the optimal strategy right there nicely done no, the, it, it's how do they do it they pretend to be female cuttlefish basically by changing their colors and their texture of their skin slightly so the big male cuttlefish thinks oh this is another chick i'm gonna you know i'm gonna let him get close to me but what the big one doesn't realize is that that's just a small dude and he's fucking his wife Wow. <laughs> what a strategy in the, in the locker rooms I there know. at the game that's planning. 2 billion IQ cuttlefish right there. <laughs> wow. What an, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> My favorite thing that the cuttlefish do with their color change thing is they can like hypnotize fish and crabs. Oh, yeah. By, like flashing really quick back and forth. Um, I thought that was ridiculous. Dude, I, I'm yeah. watching that. I'm like, geez, you know, evolution works in mysterious ways. Like, you want? I want to say how fish are dumb, but I'm looking at it. I'm hypnotized. Like that cuttlefish could probably kill and eat me if he did that in front of me. Right. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. God. It's impressive. I would clap as he's eating me. <laughs> I wish. Well I played. wish that we could just fucking. I wish we were all a little bit Eliza Thornberry and could just fucking make animals talk or fucking figure out ugly. how to communicate with them. Well, yeah, drawn in the worst art style possible, but just imagine the shit that we could learn from these fucking animals in these ways. It's so crazy. We wouldn't really learn anything yeah, from them. Just be we fun. Just, yeah, we just make friends, really. Like, you know, that Super Bowl picking octopus from a couple years back, and you'd be like, so why'd you pick this team? Well, fuck you. I'm an Eagles fan. You know what I mean? There's yeah. not a whole lot of knowledge to be gained from that exchange with him. Maybe he's an asshole. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think any animals out there is going to, like, reconcile General Rod- general relativity with with quantum physics or anything but <laughs> all right then yeah. let me let me let me rectify it then i don't mean learn things from them i just mean like i'd love to be able to communicate with them directly <laughs> maybe we'd be able to learn how to love properly exactly there's some life lessons to be learned for sure yeah wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you love to just have a life where you have your dog and you look down and you do go how you doing today and your dog's like i'm pretty good how about you like that'd be i think that'd be amazing i feel like animals would be so like Passive aggressive. Oh yeah, I'm doing good. I only, you know, have four fucking legs here with no thumbs. How are you doing, asshole? You know what I mean? oh, yeah, it becomes like a race war. Yeah, exactly. It would be the next civil rights movement, right there. Like, oh, like finally they can hear us. Except like Bojack Horseman's not realistic. If we're talking like realism here, you'd have the most upset animals, especially like the ones that get the shaft, like fucking sloths or something. Yeah, be so resentful. At least they're free. We're talking about like the animals on farms. Mm, yeah. Oh man, I would hate to talk to those. Sure, animals. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to have that conversation. <laughs> <That's awkward>. <laughs> they, <laughs> they want like a hundred thousand years of reparations. I mean, imagine oh, if somebody instead of the Holocaust, Jewish women were enslaved and milked for their titty milk. God, and yeah, eaten. You... I don't That's want to awful. have that conversation. I don't want to. I... I don't want to talk to farm animals. God, that's such a disturbing thought. It reminds me of a, what was it, Animal Farm, where the animals could talk, except it'd be yeah. far darker here. Well, that was already pretty dark. Animal, yeah, Animal Farm by itself yeah. is already a fairly dark uh, concept. Yeah, but it's kept within the group, whereas here it'd be like, you know, a children's going, ch- child going to the zoo and the goat's berating him for paying for this slavery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's an, aw- that's an awful dystopia. Right, no thanks. So what's the weirdest thing you've eaten, Kaya? 
I don't know. I haven't eaten anything exotic, I'm afraid. Like the usual seed animals and such, but mm-hmm. probably ants when I was little. I don't know. That's <laughs> it, I'm afraid. I want to eat everything. I would happily try anything you put in front of me so long as it was either an animal or a consensual human. <laughs> that, like a, a consenting um, okay. human, uh, I suppose. So. <laughs> what a thoughtful <laughs> cannibal. Thank you, Kaya. I'm not a cannibal. I'm just saying. After, like, no, there after was, the other day the there was this article of a dude that everybody shit on. Like a guy who had to have his leg ampu- amputated. And he decided to cook it up and serve it to his friends. Oh, and everybody right, was right. Ma- just being so disgusted. Like, oh, how could they? Dude, you know, if he, was, if he had to chop it off anyway, might as well give it a try. Why not? Curiosity, yeah. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, you're not hurting anybody. He, he literally did it himself. If he's going to be the cook of his own leg, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a bite. Did he, like, yeah, have to amputate like... his leg, or was it just like he felt yeah. like it? Oh, no, so no, he had, like, medically he's... he had to, otherwise he was... Okay. I think well, so, it made yeah. the legs all fucked up? Why would you eat that? It could be like cancer ridden or something. True, I don't want no abscesses in my uh, in my steak. <laughs> no, I mean, first of all, when you cook it, anything that's in, I assume, is going to be neutralized anyway. But at the same time, you know how sometimes there's these conditions where even though the rest of the leg isn't actually affected, even if you get a little artery clogged, you have to get rid of the leg immediately. Otherwise, all your body is going to die. Think of like mm. a twisted nutsack. You know how we talked about that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it back up. I don't know. I, I forgot the details of it. Point is, if somebody said, here's my leg, I'm happy if you'd eat it. You know, <laughs> I had Patrick I, prepare the seasoning. <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> we're having chicken and waffles flavor today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on that, Kaya. It's, it's just a whole willing to try stuff. Like, if the circumstances are right, I wouldn't be opposed to much yeah i'm not fucking hannibal lecter i'm not gonna be hunting people or murdering their families yeah. like it, it just you know if you give me the opportunity to do it humanely i'll have a little spoon yeah. that's how it always starts though you get the taste and then you get the <laughs> hunger and then you start no, hunting isn't. people you're right that is no, true. that's totally what happened that's why mm. we had the cannibal holocaust of 1986 you're right it was terrible yeah <laughs> i'm saying how many examples do you know of somebody being served voluntary Cows? human food well, I don't think humans, I just meant in general. Give me one what? example, not in general. I meant like, like we have a taste of something first, and then it becomes mainstream. I'm saying <laughs> the taste of human could lead to something that I don't want to be a part of, Kaya. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have a taste of human, and I will go around knocking on doors, <laughs> preaching the good word of human flesh. <laughs> Jackson, are you I afraid of a literal soylent green here? Like, what do you? I don't get what your fear is. My fear is being eaten by Kaya. <laughs> There's not going to be a cultural revolution of let's eat each other. <laughs> what a movement that would be, though. Yeah, famous last Excellent. words. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are just trying to convince me. I think Jackson just wrote the next big amazing apocalypse movie. Where everyone's trying to kill each other so they can eat each other because everyone tastes that good. Ooh. It's kind of like a Invader Zim plot when they make themselves into sausages. Uh, they uh, slowly yeah. transform into a sausage, but they're eating each other along the way. Right. Kind of the same premise. It's already been done, Jackson. I'm sorry to say. It's okay. <laughs> we're going to live I it soon Jackson's enough. Jackson's fear is entirely selfish. He knows that we're going to be in the same room at some point and he's going to wake up with me standing over him with a spoon and a fork. <laughs> oh yeah, how selfish of me to be afraid of that. 
And not even a knife, Kaya? You're going about this the hard way. <laughs> well, I don't want to, like, bleed them out. Yeah. You don't want to air out the flavors. That's yeah. true. You want to keep the Jackson meat fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is? <laughs> so what's the most crazy thing you've eaten, Jackson? Uh, well, probably crocodile, I'd say. Crocodile's pretty, like, exotic to Australia, isn't it? I don't know. That or kangaroo. I think so, yeah. I want to eat definitely both. be kangaroo in your case, because that's, that's nowhere here, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Well, kangaroo then. It just, it doesn't, oh, yeah. it doesn't taste very good, to be honest. I've I don't know if I really just had tough. a bad batch. Yeah, it's really tough. Dry. Yeah. I don't like it. Isn't, I thought the tail was a delicacy. I've never tried the tail. Oh, okay. I didn't even know you could. Your turn, Andrew. We're just going from bottom well, to top here. One thing I would never eat is razor blades. <laughs> Even though I'm given a nice fresh shipment of them to my door, <laughs> thanks to Dollar Shave Club. Charlie, you actually know a lot about Dollar Shave Club because we've had them a long time. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. Do- Dollar Shave Club, both my dad and I use it now. My dad's become an avid customer. It's a very effective set of blades. They give it to you once a month, and it's very cheap, and you're not going to find better quality in all honesty, and especially for the price you pay. You don't get just razor blades, though. You also get One Wipe Charlie's, which just happens to share a name with myself. We don't perform the same tasks. They're for your asshole. I'm not. But they're very effective at wiping ass. You also get Dr. Carver's Shaving Butter, which is fucking fantastic. Just truly amazing. It's much better than just shaving cream. Don't be a caveman. And if you want to get all of these amazing things, also including a nice body cleanser, you can go to dollarshaveclub.com slash official. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash official to get the starter kit, the Daily Essentials starter kit for just $5. Free shipping. You can su- With free shipping as well. Then you can sign up, get your razors delivered straight to your door. But if you want to take advantage of our offer, try it all out for just 5 bucks. dollarshaveclub.com slash official. And then going back on topic, uh, I the only exotic things I've really eaten are just I guess, unique forms of sea life. So, like, I, I too, have also had octopus, just like uh, Patrick. thought it was really great. Um, I've had turtle before. Ooh. It I was good. I have that one. That one always sounded good. It was good. It was good. It was like a, uh, like a somehow less flavorful chicken, if that makes any sense. <laughs> was really? I was expected, like, more flavorful. Like, if you take a bite of chicken and it tastes like chicken, it's like, imagine eating meat that tastes less like chicken. That's what mm. it was like. So pretty you much know, you see tortoises everywhere on the planet, like the giant ones that are still on uh, the Galapagos Islands. Those used to be everywhere, mm-hmm. but humans just ate all of them because they were that good. Really? Not even kidding. Yeah, that. that's a real thing. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. They used to like stack yeah. them in the hulls of ships um, and bring them along. On, on wow, poor excursions. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Adventures. Holy shit. Yeah. No wonder they have a natural distaste for humans. Right, yeah, yeah it totally makes sense. Yeah, because we have a natural taste for them. <laughs> I get a, dis, a distaste for humans in the way they combat it is by trying to outlive them. I mean, it's a bold strategy, I guess. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Uh, but uh, I've also had uh, alligator tail. That was <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Maybe a little bland. Uh, and then I've had frog's legs, which in America is uncommon, but I guess in Europe isn't really that uncommon. Those were good. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I haven't had anything that amazingly out there. Like, oh, I had monkey brains or any of that shit. But I've I've tried. Right, okay. Uh, how about you, Charlie? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. impressive resume of like different foods there. 
On the surface, mine's very pussyish. Uh, it's shrimp, but not in the way you think. <laughs> I, I went to a, a sushi restaurant and I ordered a, a sushi roll, and what they served me was a shrimp head on top of a roll, like not not like a fried shrimp head, just an actual head of a shrimp on top of like this thing of rice. And I ate that. Yeah. Oh. I I didn't mean to. Like, I thought that was, like, what you were supposed to do. But looking back on it, I think it was probably just for decoration of the the (laughs) garden. Were the the, uh, sushi chefs, like, laughing at you as you did it? Like, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) They probably mortified, like, Jesus Christ, that savage just ate the shrimp head. He's our new emperor. (laughs) It was made out of glass. (laughs) Pretty gross. Yeah, it was fucking gross. I can't really fault you for that, though, because, I mean, you, you technically can eat all of it. Yeah, but you don't want to. It, to anyone out there that might make the mistake of ordering, like, a shrimp head rolled, don't eat the shrimp head. It's it's really gross because the eyes literally pop, like a little pop. Mm, nice. Yeah, it's fucking little, disgusting. Little packets of flavor. It's like Gushers, right? Yeah, oh, but no flavor. It's just like you hear a <laughs> pop, and then luckily there's not anything that comes out that's too disgusting or anything. Uh, okay. Ugh. Yeah. It, so mine was accidental and it, it's not even like a cool one either. Cause when I say it, it's, it's fucking shrimp. Like that's not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, shrimp yeah. eyes is definitely pretty, it's pretty out there. I'd say. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I should specify shrimp eyes, but I didn't think of that. Yeah. Leave it with that next time. <laughs> I was going to ask, what is some shit that you want to put on the tier list? Like what are some things that you plan on or maybe some things that down the line you want to get out there? Hmm, that's a great question. So I kind of want to cover all of the periods of history. I've done, uh, I think, three episodes on that now. Um, not just two. I did one about the, the Triassic era, and then I did one about the, the Carboniferous era. So that's the, the giant insects and the, and the dinosaurs. Um, I would like to kind of hit all those, because so, there's still like the Ice Age, the Cambrian Explosion. Um, there's, there's a bunch of them, and, and I think those are all pretty good uh topics i want to i mean talk about every life form that i can well at least every animal um that i can there's some topics that i would love to cover but i don't really know how to make them interesting enough that people would care because i was uh i was a microbiology major in college and i love bacteriology specifically i don't really know how to make that in the way that it would fit my channel in the way of like having like you can't really show combat for bacteria, right? So there's no, there's not exactly like I can't talk about their fighting styles and techniques and stuff because really, it's like a microscope. You can't really glean. I mean, there's a lot you can glean from it, but to someone who doesn't know what they're looking at, it just looks like yeah, yeah, a blob, right? Yeah. So I would love to do something like that, but I don't, I'm still kind of working out how. That's a shame. What makes those um, small microbes? versatile and like effective at what they do what what are the like categories that you could make well there's all the different um i don't know how much you know about taxonomy but there's a lot of different phyla uh of bacteria so all of them have like different cell wall structures and different Mm. um like flagella types and secretion systems like there's ones that literally have like uh like syringes on their surface and they like stab other things with them and inject them with poison. Oh, come on. That's awesome. You could do it. I think it's awesome, but like, I don't even know how to show it except maybe if I could like hire an animator or something. There's a lot of really amazing stuff, but yeah. They sell like little death robots. No, seriously. Oh my gosh. There's 
another type of secretion system called uh, it's it's just called the type four secretion system because scientists are really boring. But it's literally like a grappling hook, like it'll shoot towards a little, um, <laughs> a little like flagella thing, and it'll stick to something, and it'll like pull itself towards that thing. <laughs> Some Indiana it's Jones awesome. shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. it's like a pretty fucking cool. adventure. Is there <laughs> any? Is there any that taste good that you wish you could have put on the meat like? Hey, fuck Coca-Cola, let's put some E. coli on this meat. <laughs> I don't think E. coli tastes too good, but there's definitely a ton of microbes that are used in the food manufacturing process. Um, fermented mm. foods make up a pretty big part of the American diet. You know, you got your your cheese and your, uh, your sausage and a bunch of stuff, really. Um, so you've so never yeah, just pitched, like, to your boss that you should put tuberculosis in a bag? Ooh, probably wouldn't fly too well. <laughs> mm, that sounds yummy. Salmonella crisps. Mm, salmonella. Good. Shout out to salmonella. Good. Right, you do. Old cancerous. <laughs> I was going to. Uh, uh, what was I going to say on that topic? That was kind of a something I toyed with back in college because a buddy of mine was also a microbiome major. And he was super obsessed with making like the perfect protein French fry. And for some reason, he was convinced that I'd be like a valuable resource to help him in that unachievable quest. So what we ended up doing was researching so much different like heat resistant bacteria until we settled on like the most toxic one that can somehow withstand volcanic temperatures. And his idea was to use that. So that way, when you fry French fries, it wouldn't lose the protein or something like that. If that makes any sense to you at all, Patrick, was that wow. a feasible idea? I don't think, well, I don't think you would destroy necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily lose protein by cooking it anyway. Like eggs are made of protein and you cook them. It changes the form of the protein, but it doesn't destroy it. Well, he um, just debunked you. <laughs> hey, yeah, it, wasn't my, it wasn't my fucking project. <laughs> my heart Sorry, wasn't God. in it. I don't, I don't care. I guess if he's worried about like burning the protein, that, then fair enough. Um, but. Bacteria are mostly like lipids and water anyway, so I don't know if they're necessarily that great a source of protein. <laughs> so the whole thing was doomed from the start. I'll make sure to text him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, please tell him that. <laughs> I talked to a legitimate microbiologist. Your idea fucking sucked, man. Yeah. There you go. You can make his day. I'm sure he'll love to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure he's going to love to get that one. What do you mean? That stupid idea I had from five fucking years ago? You idiot. <laughs> Still trying that? I'm a millionaire already. What's that, Kyle? Uh, so maybe he's made his million dollars already. Yeah, he sold his pseudoscience to a big company. Yeah, the, shake, the shake weight producers decided to hop all in on it. Well, if you're looking to shake your weight, you can shake it into your bed. At least a mattress, of course. There's never been a more comfortable and more easily available way to get comfy. Lisa... We'll give you a mattress so comfortable you'll want to set off fireworks. And to design a better mattress to do that, Lisa leveraged 30 years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. Like I said, you got that weight to throw around, you can throw it around into your Lisa mattress. Tell them what's going on, Jackson. Well, uh, basically, you've said everything. Lisa mattresses are just super (laughs) comfortable, super cheap. They're just great mattresses, and I highly recommend you guys check them out at lisa.com slash official. You can get $160 off your Lisa mattress, and you can feel good doing it because Lisa strives to leave the world better than they found it. 
Together with the Arbor Foundation, they plant one tree for every mattress they sell, and they're committed to planting one million trees by 2025, so go help them out. Snag a good-priced mattress and plant those trees. That's lisa.com slash official, $160 off. The question I was going to expand into is, do you ever think about maybe the dark side of the tier listing? Like, would you ever succumb to the temptation of doing like a Fortnite tier list for the pro players? Something to really get the kids involved or something? Yuck. I think the the dark side of the the tier list thing is kind of like what I was mentioning before. Like, There's definitely controversial topics that I could cover in kind of a a lighthearted way. and be like really disrespectful towards <laughs> the whole thing, basically. Like I get a lot of comments that are really annoying that are like, "Oh, you should do a, like a race tier list or something like that." And I'm like, oh, uh, "How about oh, no? How about God. I never do that?" Um, Which minority is the most powerful? <laughs> wow. Exactly. Like the, just just the worst ideas that you could think of to do a tier list for. Like, huh? How to lose your YouTube career in one easy step? Talk about race on the internet. Like, no thanks. I'm good. Well, I mean, I mean, you don't have to do a whole video for it. Just right now, give us your quick rundown of the race to host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say ahead. loud and clear. No. Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about doing a YouTuber's tier list? Ooh, Ooh, that's that's really yeah. I think that could be like a really fun April Fool's episode or something, a YouTube tier list. Um, honestly, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of material there to work with that could be really fun. I'm not opposed to that. I wouldn't want to do just one about video games because then it's like you're not even a parody of that kind of thing anymore. Then you're just actually doing it. So yeah, 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 that makes sense. So yeah. you do want to kind of move away from, well, not move away, but like kind of expand upon just doing animal lists. Well, That's... he does more than animal lists already. Like what? Well, like he said, he was doing the the Jurassic era. He talked about like some big history shit as well, and then he did uh... <laughs> Jurassic creatures are still animals. Well, yeah, I that's guess. true enough. I, if you just if you mean like expand away from animals, I don't think necessarily uh, that I want to do that. Like I was saying, maybe for an April Fool's episode, I could do a YouTube uh, YouTuber tier list. But for like my core stuff, I do want to stay at least like within the realm of education and biology. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe I could do I don't know botany or something that would wouldn't be like very animalistic, but it would still be within the realm of biology in my opinion so yeah, yeah i don't really know how far away i want to stray from that like someone was like you could do like planet tier lists like talk about what is pluto top tier or something and i'm like eh, that's not a terrible idea it could work if, if i do it the right way right. and do my research right, we'll, we'll, we'll spoil it for us which planet would be at the top of that list well earth for free of course i mean oh fuck know. me <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think of did earth. you have did you have uh one that you were hoping for I was thinking maybe Saturn. Saturn's pretty cool. Oh, Saturn's definitely got the aesthetics game on Max for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not Mars. He's red. No, Mars is fucking... Oh, God, no. Don't even get me started on Mercury. Jupiter is the fucking alpha, though, man. That guy's yeah. huge. You don't want to fuck with Jupiter. I feel Too like he'd gas. be towards the top. Yeah. yeah. He'd definitely be towards the top. Yeah, I'll give like you that. Pluto- That's a fair point. I feel like Pluto is the incel school shooter in waiting. <laughs> He's ready to yeah. come back at some point. He's gonna change orbit and crash into Earth. Now that's a <laughs> that's revenge. a good question. the The debate on if Pluto's a planet or not, whatever. That's a whole thing. Does Pluto belong on the tier list? That's that would be a really like if I left Pluto off of the tier list, that would be a really interesting comment section for sure. Oh yeah, 
Do you think people yeah. are more passionate about leaving it on the list than there are people passionate about putting it off? I think if I were to put it on the list, I would kind of have to do an aside that's like, hey, like I know it's up for debate, even though it's not really even up for debate whether or not it's yeah, no. But um, yeah. I would kind of have to make some sort of comment like, hey, I know it's controversial. And then I would probably get less comments. You'd probably do it in your style, I'm guessing, where you're like, this was left out in patch 1.6, but re-added in 1.7. That's or true, however. yeah. I yeah. Like, uh-huh, yeah you can make it part of the removed. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. All right. <laughs> no problem. Andrew, quickly. Glad I helped. <laughs> no, copyright it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so first first nachos for notch, and now this concept. Oh, don't worry. Every guest we have on, you'll just I'll just lend them a bone. I'll throw them something. There you go. You can, you can start a YouTube channel and, and do it. It'll work. Tier Planet. <laughs> exactly. Sir. Tier Astronomy or something. Yeah. yeah, I'll start my own channel because I don't have one. <laughs> you ever said you couldn't do two? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I, I, I'd so actually passive thought... aggressive today. I've actually thought maybe for a while doing some stupid series that actually has running themes and concepts. I don't know. It, it looks like it looks like what you do is just a lot of fun because once you have a good idea, there's usually a lot you can say with it. Yeah, it's really fun when I finally get like the first good like, ooh, this would make for a good video. And then I just actually do the research and find all the stuff relevant to it and all the mm-hmm. stuff I can kind of segue into. That is a lot of fun. Makes me feel like Vsauce. So <laughs> what's the whole production? Uh- you, you actually know what you go ahead, Jackson. I was just going to ask, what's the most overpowered animal currently living in in the uh, current patch? Uh, I would say the the human, obviously, really busted intelligence strats. Like, Motherfucker! They're, like they're building abilities and, and crafting tools. They can just boost all their stats <laughs> up to max, which isn't really fair. Um, so that that would be my my number one. I think number two would probably be the orca because they're just the worst they're the meanest things on the planet they just like torture other <laughs> they've got a high aggression stat exactly they just uh they're trolling everyone else and like just so bm basically my question was just going to be is the whole thing a one-man production do you do all the editing all the visuals everything i do do all the everything is uh just me i don't have a team yet nice i think I'm, I, I was hmm. talking about if i were to do like a microbiology stuff i'd probably need an animator so I might need to start looking for one of those, but um, yeah, as for right now, it's just me. Well, that's a lot of work, man. Respect that. Good shit. Thanks. Takes me about two weeks per episode. So, Patrick, this is uh, one I, I often ask guests who have kind of a series or running theme going. What are some episodes or content that didn't make the cut? Recently, I was trying to do one about the Ice Age um, and like what caused the decline of so many different species. And I thought it could be like for a really interesting episode, but really everything is the human's fault. So it would kind of be, I'd just be repeating myself over and over like, Oh, why are the mammoths gone? Oh, because people killed him. Oh, why are the saber tooths gone? Oh, because <laughs> the people killed him. Oh, why is, yeah. So you just sound like a hippie. Yeah, I guess. And there wasn't like any revelation that I could, talk about i would have just been repeating myself so i decided uh to just what i did instead was just talk about humans that was my our humans op uh video that was that development period which ended up being my most popular video of all time so i guess i'm glad i changed the subject mm-hmm. no yeah. you never know what if the ice age could have been even bigger it could have and i mean it's still it's still a valid topic that i can do if i can find another way to portray it where it's not just 
Hey, did you know that humans killed other creatures? Fun fact for you. That you didn't know that one. So I try to do stuff that people might not know about. Like usually at the top of my tier lists, I'll have an animal that maybe not everyone knows about. Like for my one about uh, uh, birds of prey, I had the secretary bird, um, which I actually didn't even know existed until recently. Yeah, what is um, that? Sec- secretary? Yeah, it it's named that because I I've heard a few different reasons as to why it's it's named the secretary bird. Uh, one is that it has like the feathers kind of stick out the back of its head, at, like almost like a secretary having like a like a pen behind their ear. Um, but I've also heard that it's like um, like Sagitt I think like Sagittarius like kind of a permutation of that word which I think means archer I could be totally wrong that might not be correct at all um, oh, like archer they bird have, they have extremely long legs these look great cool. right. yeah they're they're fascinating creatures they just like kick things to death they're really good at killing snakes because snakes can't really bite at those really skinny long legs uh, so they hunt snakes and kick them to death <laughs> <laughs> that's I think really cool. yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool so they're a bird of prey so can you train them i don't know um i would i would be surprised if there were any like really well-trained ones like yeah there's there's falconry for other birds of prey um mm-hmm. but that kind of involves like throwing things and having them go catch it and and special i don't know that much about falconry actually i'm not going to pretend i do um be a lot more difficult with a secretary bird since they well they can fly so maybe not i was gonna say that they're not that similar to flying things but they really can watching a secretary i highly encourage anyone to watch a secretary bird hunt a snake it looks like me when i see a cockroach oh i love them oh it's fucking goofy it's just like stomping around like it's doing one of those old irish river dances honestly i think it's the closest thing in modern day to like a velociraptor type organism yeah i could say that it, it, it looks like afraid of it. Well, I would be too. I wouldn't get that. It's it's it doesn't look afraid. It just looks calculated. It's a yeah, killer. It's, it's yeah. using its its there, its spacing to its advantage. You know, bobbing in and out and using its range optimally. They're so fucking elegant, man. Are we watch? Are we are we, are we watching them. the same video? Because this one, it looks like the secretary bird's father is forcing it to stomp on the snake. He's <laughs> very hesitant to do it. That poor snake. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just getting just demolished. Kicked straight in the it's, head. It's such a goofy form of attack. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I'd never heard of this bird. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Are there any other ex- obscure, like, interesting creatures like this that you can think of off the top of your head? Sure. Um, how about the, the Velvet Worm? Uh, Velvet Worm. I think I've heard of it. Have, have you heard of it? Um, I think so. No. It can, it's, oh, it's really interesting because it can shoot like sticky goo out of its front, and it uses that to like capture its prey. Um, yeah, it's one this of the few thing. like projectile using creatures on the planet. Wow, isn't that where it like looks like it ejaculates and then it sucks it back in? Does it suck it back in? I didn't know that. <laughs> there's some. That there's some worm. Maybe it is a sea cucumber. It's some like dick looking creature where it either feels or moves around by shooting out this like giant semen looking web and then pulling it back in to its body you know what I th- I'm talking I, about? I think it's I've like- seen what you're talking about actually yeah I, I do remember seeing yeah. something like that maybe that is that I don't know I feel like that's not the Anacafra though 
I'm watching it right now. It looks like Spider Man. Right. I think this is. I think this is actually it, Andrew. It does literally look like he's come shotting his prey. Yeah, and then he pulls it back in. Yep, he's pulling it back in. Okay. He's pulling like it back in. Like when it comes out, it looks like veins, like webs. Yeah, ugh, ugh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it started like reeling it back in. Yeah, like I he wanted his essence thing. back. Yep. He's gonna save maybe, it for next time. Yeah, well, Speaking maybe of, the, maybe well, this guy might just be like an anomaly, like like a fucking vigilante superhero of velvet worms, like he invented the pullback after coming. <laughs> well, speaking of advanced ejaculation techniques, uh, Patrick, we ask this to literally every guest that we've ever had for the most part. Do you have any interesting masturbatory tales to share with us? Um, if you want to talk about that, here's my here's my honest to God opinion on the subject. So it doesn't seem like an optimal strategy, honestly. It, it kind of seems like an exploit of emergent gameplay since it's really, it's abusing the mechanics of the game that, that are meant to incentivize mating. Like mating is like one of the core concepts of, of outside, in my opinion. And it's the only source of, of extra lives that I'm aware of. And just, just doing that for the sole purpose of the morale boost, when it's really, what it's meant for is to ensure that the game stays healthy. It just seems kind of uh, like dishonest gameplay, really. Um, skipping like the courtship mini game, which is allegedly one of the toughest, most skill testing sections of the game. If you skip that, and you still receive the temporary morale boost, which I kind of see as against the spirit of the game. But in the oh, end, how much you jack off? Well, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, in the end, it, it doesn't grant you any extra lives, but uh, the actual act of mating does. So I don't see. I don't really see the point. You're just like making the kids. rewards and, and doing nothing. So okay, that then that's fair. But you had this prepared, like didn't you? Last, I do. I'm reading off of a script right now. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> you definitely had that prepared. <laughs> but I've been told that there's also like ne- negative effects too. Like like some players have told me that it, told, it decreases your prayer level, which is huge considering like I don't know if you want to use like protect from melee. That that's a problem. Or like some people have been like, oh, it, it can be it can give you a, a blindness debuff, which that's huge. Um, or like, uh, it could, one actually buff that I've heard is that it can increase your, your grab potential because of like the, the hair growing on your hands. So how many you, like cliff notes, like, a yeah. if this is said, this is my response you have on that set sheet there. That was impressive. That was good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That was super fucking good. My questions just keep relating back to the flavor stuff to be honest with you man i know oh, i've sure. moved on from it but i just find that so incredibly interesting it is really fascinating how do, like what are some techniques they use to circumvent some of the more strict ones you said they use like tomato uh, extract i think it was yeah yeah to hide the hide the msg what are some other ones that they kind of so easily get most, away with the most mind-blowing one that i can think of uh that requires like when my boss told me this i was like holy cow you're a genius i could have never i would have never thought of this um but the, the bacteria that you're going to use in your fermentation process to produce the, the product that we were making, um, they thrive on, on ionic metals. Uh, they need those to f- produce the acid that we need for the fermentation process. Um, but you can't just add in metal to your food. That's illegal. You can't throw in extra. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. But Thank my you, boss Uncle is Sam. like, oh, you know what? If you add in a lot of black pepper, that has magnesium in it, uh, and that would be enough to to kickstart the fermentation process. And I was like, that is ridiculously fascinating. So 
shout outs to my boss. I hope he never watches this, but if he does, <laughs> that was some 2000 IQ stuff right there. Yeah. Wow. That is fucking crazy. Really? This is just fascinating. Now, do you think all the rules and such, the specifications are fair? Do you think maybe they're a bit overboard or are they not strict enough? What is your personal opinion on the, the regulations in place? Well, I think a lot of them are driven by public opinion, which may or may not be correct. Like it's it's probably not a problem at all if something has MSG in it. Like there's very few people in, on the planet that actually have any sort of sensitivity to it. But there's a lot more people who think that it's bad and can make you sick just because of some papers that have been published that may or may not have been kind of disingenuous. Um, but there's also plenty of things that it's probably good that the public opinion kind of cares about. Um, certain, I, I don't know how, how in depth I can go on additives, but uh, yeah, I guess keeping a, a simpler label um, does make sense from a consumer, consumer standpoint because it kind of limits the amount of extra nonsense that they can sneak in. Um, which I, I'm glad it, it does seem like that's kind of the way uh, the market is going is that people are caring less uh, what is in your food and more just how many different things are in your food. They like mm. it when a label just says like meat, water, salt, that's it. <laughs> uh, which makes sense. Uh, it definitely makes the food scientist's job a lot harder, but <laughs> it may be for the best. Maybe not. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, it makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Okay. I actually have a, uh, I just thought of a, I think it's another good question that's related to both things that you're into. What animal out there would you want to eat if given the chance? Wow. Um, I really hope at some point that eating insects becomes like a mainstream thing. Uh, because really? there's, a, there's a ton of protein in, in insects that is kind of just mm -hmm. not used at all, even though they're, they're really healthy and really, really easy to like, produce and take care of like you can literally feed a cricket garbage and it'll create more crickets yeah. and which can be treated as protein um i've never tried one it does even though like i know how good it could be for multiple different reasons it's still kind of weird to me but i would like to try it at some point i know there's like some companies out there that do cricket bars and grasshopper yeah, that's like a that. uh that's a new up and coming thing where a lot of health food things will make like cricket protein bars and this and that and so yeah exactly I've, i i should uh charlie the uh rock climbing gym that we go to sells them do they really wear yeah. is it on like their shame it's... wall of bad chocolate bars <laughs> yeah it is actually <laughs> is it oh. they have chocolate bars at the gym yeah they have like it's it's cliff bars but i fucking hate cliff oh, okay. bars man yeah. yeah but yeah we should uh we should get some next time we're there uh, they have cricket bars i'd try one I give it a whirl. Yeah. Have you like a hard climb sesh? Have you ever tried or heard of witchetty grubs? They're a native Australian cuisine. I think I've heard of them, but I've never tried any. I've never been to Australia. Yeah, they're like these, they're like these worms the size of, they're like super thick. They're like the size of your hand, basically. Whoa. Just pure white. And they're, they're really, uh, gross. What, what do they, but they've got a lot of protein into stuff. You I, they, like, I just, just some kind of moth. I can't. I, I don't know if there's a specific. Well, I think it might be several moths. I think it's just a general term, witchetty grub, maybe. Okay. But it's de they definitely turn into a, a moth eventually. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you, should, you guys should look it up because they, these are pretty, pretty big worms. They're pretty thick, and they got lots of protein. 
Wichity, is that the name for it? Yeah, Wichity. One more, you just brought up something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Thank you, Jackson. Have you guys been keeping up with the cockroach super science or whatever the fuck's going on with cockroaches? They're not making them bigger, are they? No, well, not, well, not in the way you think. So, over the last, like, year or so, I've been reading off and on stories about how cockroaches are the next major superfood. Like, a protein so potent, it'd make whey protein obsolete. It'd make casein protein obsolete. It'd, It'd just be... So much better in every possible regard. Would you do it? Milk. Would you eat it if it gave you massive gains? I, I yes. Seri- I seriously consider it. That's a Chris Evans movie, silly. What well, Captain America? Chris Evans movie? What? Yeah, Snowpiercer. Oh yeah. Oh, that is the oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good movie. That is a shitty movie, but I like it's, it. It's, re- it's real now, though. Like they've been, they made like this cockroach bread. And I can't remember all the specifications about it, but it's like the healthiest bread that's ever been made. And it's supposedly tastes really good. I don't trust that that's at all. It's a very low bar because all bread is kind of shit. <laughs> really? I'm a big bread guy. Yeah, like In bread. America, all bread just tastes like cake, which is great. I love it. Yeah. Nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cockroach so flour is what you're looking at, Charlie. Flour. Cockroach flour. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. It has 40% more protein than normal flour. God, this is so gross, though. Yum, yum, so flour. Gross. The nutritious ingredient <laughs> in any meal, which is literally just devoid of any nutrients. How much protein Ugh. is in regular flour, though? Like, 40% more flour, or more protein might be, like, nothing, depending on how much... Exactly. Like that, well, that, to me, sounds like the fake marketing that I used to hear all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Patrick, if you can debunk this in any way, I'd be more than, I'd be more than happy... To hear that, because I, I am fearing for a future where I'm eating I cockroaches. Would, I would love to debunk this. I'll, I'll have to do some research. But <laughs> I don't no want idea. that to be the future. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. Eat I, I mean, I'm I'm on the argument, and I'm I'm guessing some of you will get with it. Where it's you know, I like sausage. I don't want to see how it's made. If you feed me a sandwich and you know it tastes good, and I can't tell that it's disgusting, then I'll fucking eat it. I don't care. I already have out. like a hatred for cockroaches, though. I know Charlie Same. does as well. Just knowing mm. that it includes cockroaches in any form would be enough to just turn my appetite. I don't mind the cockroach as much as the bread. Actually, <laughs> it's not just <laughs> ew bread. It's, the The main thing that I was reading about is the cockroach milk as a as a Ugh. protein source. Okay, yeah. oh, now you've yeah. now you've lost me. No, I'm do good. They yeah. milk the cockroach, or do they <laughs> grind it into the milk? I didn't get that far into the article before I just started fearing for the Lord's return because it's so disgusting <laughs> yes, reading about come that. Lord Jesus, yeah, it's fucking gross. But cockroach milk is the big one that's like this is some yeah, huge shit. It's it's milk from a specific cockroach, so they milk it. Fantastic. Wow. Milk a cockroach. I don't know. I guess they have nipples somewhere down there. (laughs) I'd hate to be that guy on that job with like little tiny tweezers milking a cockroach udder. Can you imagine like the boardroom meeting of like the first guy to be like, guys, check this out. I have the the newest thing. (laughs) Let me tell you. Pulls out a cockroach and starts milking it. Like what? (laughs) How do you do that? How crazy would it be? Why do they even need milk? They don't, they don't, I thought only mammals had milk. I, I exactly. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure what they call milk. milk is just some yeah. pus-filled bladder yeah. in the cockroach. Mm-hmm. This article says it's more than four times as nutritious as cow's milk. Yeah, it's it's something significant. 
I imagine that it was probably one of your old co-workers that pitched this one to him, Patrick. Although yeah, most cockroaches don't actually produce milk, Diploptera punctata, which is the only known cockroach to give birth to live young, has been shown to pump out a type of milk, in quotes, containing <laughs> protein crystals to feed its babies. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yummy. That's fascinating. That's, uh, man, I... I don't even want to imagine a world where instead of having like normal cheese and butter, it's cockroach cheese, cockroach butter. And, ooh. Well, how, how do you think you can get used to it? Like, what if someone came up to you tomorrow and said, hey, man, you know, those you know, those broad beans you eat all the time. It turns out they're 100 percent cockroach. Would you would you I'd really eat be- them again? I, I wouldn't like, you know, be voiding my bowels and like puking in my toilet, but I, I wouldn't eat them again. I really See, wouldn't. At the same time, I'd feel less guilty about drinking milk then because it's not coming from like these giant cow farms. I wouldn't okay, care if it was so a cockroach farm. The Good scientists point. are way ahead of us. Apparently, according to them as well, it would be very inconvenient to milk cockroaches. So they're trying to <laughs> look. Say. What they're basically trying to do is see how that milk is produced. So to see if they can synthesize it in the lab and basically produce artificially a milk that is better yeah, than cow's you milk. Could make it so if you could like transpose those genes into like a bacteria or something, just like they did with insulin for uh, diabetes treatment, that could work. Mm. See, but I'd still know that it, it its origin point was a cockroach, and then I'd be grossed out. Even if it was like completely synthesized in a lab, it's like the formula is from a cockroach, and I don't want to fuck with that. I'm surprised that you you'd care more about the cockroach than the lab part. Like I would think a lot of people would be like, "Ooh, it's from a lab." I I don't. It's too sciencey. Oh, dude, it fuck has... those people! I oh, get yeah, so mad no, when I go on like Twitter and shit, and I, I, and I see those tweets about artificial meat, the new meat mm. that they're trying to finally grow in the lab, and it just right. so many comments. Of, That'll be awesome. I'm never. Yeah. I'd never eat something that was produced by man instead of the no. Lord. The fuck, fuck I, you. That's one of my biggest fucking gripes with humanity. I hate those people more than fucking anything. They're the ones who don't drink water because they're like, it's dihydrogen monoxide. It's bad for you. <laughs> I cannot fucking stand those people. It's all made of chemicals. Everything on Earth is chemicals, you fuck. Exactly. Yeah. I it, hate in those the people. food science industry, like, that was a huge problem. Like, the whole, I don't eat what I can't pronounce was, like, one of the biggest... Ugh. Oh, suck my cock. There's a merit to the idea you, work that you want something... Organic and natural, like free-range beef, is obviously going to be better for you than some shitty chicken with hormones pumped into it in some little pen. Even if it's better for you, a lot of times it's way worse for the environment, which is terrible. That, I mean, I just don't like it being dismissed outright on principle. Like, I would never eat lab-grown meat, even if it was 100% the equivalent of real meat. Right. No, man, come on. It's more sustainable. The future for that is the the sky's the limit, and I can't wait because lab-grown meat has so much potential. It could be significantly better than, like, authentic meat because you can literally engineer it to be as flavorful, whatever flavor, however you want it to be. It's so it's so refreshing to think about. It's more exactly. sustainable. Yeah. And like, more sustainable. Think of all the space. Like, I think it's, what, 25% of, like, the land in America is just for farms think of, what could we do with all that space such a waste if we could if we could cockroach have lab-grown meat that's so much uh... <laughs> turn into a giant cockroach ranch yeah exactly there you go efficiently Yum. optimized 25 percent of the land in america but now belongs to the cockroaches we gave it back 
my goodness. <laughs> well, we've been going for about yeah, an hour and a half up. here, Patrick. So we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up. Feel free to shout out anything you want to talk about, man. Oh, I mean, thanks for having me. I, I don't have anything else I was hoping to bring up. I don't know. I wanted into this uh, without we, much. We may shout out your channel. Oh, my channel. Uh, okay. I mean, youtube.com slash tearzoo. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I recently got merch. If anyone wants to check out merch, I got, I got a t-shirt now. <laughs> I've never actually good. talked about that in in the video, so I don't. Oh, not dang. many people know about that. Um, but yeah, I got I got a shirt, I got a little pin, enamel pin. I even have a coffee mug now too. Oh, really hit that! Wow, yeah, hit, hit that merch game hard. There you go. <laughs> Where, where's that found? Do you have like a? Oh yeah, uh, it is. If you go to standard.tv/tierzoo. Okay. Standard Sweet. is the agency I work with. Awesome. Go check it. Go check that stuff out. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks again yeah. for coming on, Patrick. Really appreciate it, man. Totally. Thanks so much. Yeah. Send us out, Jackson. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching this week's episode of the official podcast. Big thank you to Patrick for appearing and guesting. Uh, thank you. Go to patreon.com slash the official podcast if you want to throw a few bucks our way. Helps us out. Andrew, you got something to say? If you're listening to this on a mobile platform like Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can get podcasts, you don't need to do a goddamn thing. But if you're listening to it on YouTube, please, if you want to support us, switch over to one of those audio podcast platforms. It helps us out a lot, and it might be easier for you. We don't know your schedule. Who cares? Just do it. Thanks. If you want. Thank you. If you want. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. See ya. See ya.